You didn't like watching the Lady Boy? No. Uh, I don't like Lady Boys. I like girls. It's kind of a girl. It's not a girl. It's a boy. It has a fucking penis. Yeah, but she also has tits. It does. Can you start saying she? It's pronouns, buddy. It's 2022. Have some respect. That's what we're talking about today. It's a him. We're talking about respect today. It's a him. Put some respect on her name. Just because she has a dick doesn't mean she's not a she. It's a him. The guy guy. with her was a him. And that lady. It's just mean. Put some respect on her name. Oh, she! I bet she has a daughter and a son, and <laughs> she can get pregnant and get periods too. And, and has family members that love her very much. And you're disrespecting her. Yeah, of course. Although that other guy seemed like he was really disrespecting her <laughs> asshole, <laughs> violating that asshole. <laughs> Some might say. <laughs> so you want to watch it again? find my own <laughs> after that after that conversation i don't think i have respect for me no more after watching that shit and it's not like i wanted to watch <laughs> i was pushed to it <laughs> all of a sudden sean turns his laptop there is a pojo and then i see balls and a dick uh, i don't want to say it no more <laughs> Listen, you leave that poor woman alone. (laughs) She's not a woman. She looks like she was in distress. She's not a woman. She had long hair and boobs. She's not a woman. You get their pronouns right. (laughs) She has him and his. Just because she had a penis? Yes. That makes no sense. (laughs) That's a (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to make sense, though? Bro, so, okay, so, uh, cool story time. Okay, let's do a story. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but remember the uh, the post that you had about Biden and inflation? Yeah. Uh, so, I I, uh, I uh, share it, right? And, like, you know how there's people that just want to prove you wrong and shit? Yeah. So, I've been practicing stoicism and shit and all those things, right? So it's like there's no reason for me to get mad or like anything like that. And the one thing that I realize the most now is how easy you can like uh, play with people's minds, right? So I have this guy come in like if I have an idea of how inflation works and what is a catalytic, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I really have no idea. Just being dumb. And I was like, but I'm sure I was hoping an expert, you know. Will tell me. There's always an expert. Yeah, there's always an expert that is going to tell me, you know, what's going on. And so that yeah, was buddy, my hope. Let me know. What's your college degree tell you? Yeah. So it's like, uh, because to me, it's like, if he wanted to show me the facts, he will start with that, right? Okay. Instead of making that smart comment. So I was just playing dumb at this point. I'm just entertaining myself. <laughs> I like the part when he's like, well, maybe next time uh, inform yourself before you post something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, thanks, man. Like, my life is going to change from now on. 
you know, with that advice that I didn't ask for. Yeah, I'm going to change the world. <laughs> like, that was the funniest shit I ever done, bro. Just playing mind tricks, like, like, people think I care what they say. I don't know what it matters to me. They come, like, they're so righteous and shit. And I'm just like, continue. Show me how you're better than me. Show me how you know more than me. Because apparently you do. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, fuck them. Yeah, I don't care. Fuck them. <laughs> That's why you need self-respect. <laughs> and it all comes down to self-respect and respect for others, okay? Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Kevin Hart. Me, 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 me. Every time I win, guys, I'm like, me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> you land on my property. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you need to get serious now. Yeah, Eddie, get serious. I'm sorry. Come on. Come on. I'm pumped. Come on. I'm pumped. I haven't seen you in a week, Sean. I'm pumped like a penis, baby. You look bainy today. <laughs> so what's respect, Sean? <laughs> all right. Let's just nonchalantly. Let's bring it all down. Let's bring, let's it, bring it all down. Let's bring it down to a simmer. Let's bring it all down, guys. All right. Today, we're talking about self-respect and mm -hmm. how to respect others. Okay, mm -hmm. so respect is a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. So, I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? <laughs> I don't either. You don't know what that means? Well. Can we look at a definition from that? That is the definition. No, but definition for the definition. <laughs> Do they have a definition? <laughs> Fuck. I didn't look up the definition of the definition for the definition. Let me look at the definition for the definition of the definition. Okay. What I think it means is when you appreciate somebody for something they do or something they've done, you show them gratitude and you're, you're, you're polite to them and... You're civil with them, and you probably like treat them better than you would a stranger on the street, right? Because right. they have gained your respect, right? Which is what I said it was that definition. So, do you go out of your way to give respect, or do you let people earn your respect? Um, I mean. There's, like, common courtesy, and then there's respect, right? But, like, common courtesy is respect, but not in a way that I'm, like, intimate with you. And when I mean intimate, I'm not mean, I don't mean anything sexual. You just go around fucking everybody you respect, huh? <laughs> you fucking whore. Yeah, really don't respect them. That's what I'm going to respect you so hard. I'm going to respect you so hard. My respect for you is so hard right now. It's rock hard. <laughs> so... No, but you know what like I mean. Like whenever right? I meet somebody, I don't disrespect them. Right. You know, I'll open the door for people. I'll say please. I'll say thank you. You know, I might even compliment somebody. Hey, man, you got some nice shoes there. Those are cool. Nice jacket. That's but that doesn't a, mean that's that they cool have hat. gained. So 
Love but that's mean. not necessarily respect, you know, because like I don't know that person. I don't know what kind of character they have, or so like they've never respect. done anything to me and never done anything against me though. So there's like a common courtesy, yeah. So you respect them just because they're another human being, yeah, exactly. But when it comes to like, but they don't get the deep respect, exactly. Yeah. So there's a difference, right? Being moral, being ethic, being they get they get just the tip. You know what I'm saying? On on the respect shaft, they get just the tip. Damn. Yeah. Damn. And the real respect goes right down to the base. But for them common people... Don't respect me, please. Just the tip. Don't respect, Don't respect me. me. <laughs> well... Just give me the tip. You know... <laughs> self-respect. That's where the real shaft is at. And I go down to the base. You know what I'm saying? So what's what is self-respect? Self-respect. Self-respect. Damn, I feel like Eddie right now. Oh fuck uh, you. <laughs> pride and confidence in oneself. A feeling that one is behaving with honor and dignity. That's what Miriam Webster said. Who's so, that bitch? Uh, don't worry about it. Oh, We're yeah. just friends. Um Shit, mom. to the base. And uh, so basically what it means is you respect your own decisions and behavior and like overall how you are as a human, how you react to things like you respect yourself, you know, you you put some respect on your name. So how do you give yourself that respect? Is it by accomplishing things? Or is it by respecting who you are as a person? Well, there are a lot of things that come with self-respect, right? So you've got like how you let others treat you, how you treat yourself, um, where you hang out at, who you hang out with. I mean, it it's every decision you make, you know, because you are who you hang out with, and, you know, your environment tells a lot about you so like if you got a shitty ass uh like i don't not not a shitty ass car but like in if like inside of your car is a fucking shithole like you've got trash everywhere you got stains everywhere it looks like someone let a homeless encampment make love inside of it get their fucking fluids everywhere like you probably don't respect the things that you own you know if you break everything or you you know, don't care, don't take care about anything. anything. Like you, your self-respect is like kind of low, you know, because you're not valuing what it took to get that object or what it takes to take care of that object, you know, or what it does for you as an object. You know, like my car gets me to work. It allows me to pay for the things that I like to do. So I got to treat you with a little respect. You know what I'm saying? I got to treat you with a little respect. A little loving, loving, huh? A little loving, 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 love. So... I got to give it down to the base. Okay, so is it safe to say that you have to respect yourself so you can understand how to respect other people? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so because if you treat yourself right, just like you said, like if you know how to treat yourself, take care of yourself, then you're going to know how to take care of other people. Right. I I think so because... I mean, let's just say you you have a lot of self-respect. You have a lot of self-esteem. You treat yourself right. You know, you have your hobbies. You you go to therapy. 
you've, you've got everything checked off, right? You're, you're doing everything. But your friend doesn't have everything checked off. You know, like maybe they need therapy, but they don't know how to go about it. Maybe they don't even know that they need therapy, but you can tell that like, hey, like they would definitely deal from therapy, you know. And let's just say they're making bad decisions and, you know, they got six baby mamas and they don't see any of their kids or anything like that. Well, like, you got to know how to keep people like that around or not to keep them around, right? And not only that, but you also have to be able to see what's going on from their side and if they want help, right? Because, I mean, if you're friends with them, you got to... You got to at least reach out a little bit, you know? So you got to be able to, like, help them respect themselves sometimes. Not, Not everybody, but, like, you know, those people close to you. Because we talked about that last time, like, in the last two episodes when we talk about, like, morals and standards. And what was the other one? It was the morals and standards, and then... It was... Um, Goals and ambitions. Goals and ambitions. So I think, like, in order for you to be able to respect yourself, you have to... Uh, you need something that you have to respect. And you have kind of, like, to right. prove yourself. Yeah. Into things. So let's say, like, if you did something that scared you, I don't know, talking to a girl, going to the gym for the first time, uh, right. buying your car, like, your first car, like, like those small wins, like, they accumulate. Right? Yeah. And then you can think of yourself as a better man or as a better person. And the more you do good things, the more you can say, I'm a good person. Right. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to like portray yourself as the savior of everyone and then you're just the best person. Like, no, but like you're humble enough to know who you are and who other people are in your life. And I think that proving those things to yourself and to others allows you to respect yourself and for other people to respect yourself too. Right? right, so you gain that respect from other people, even if they don't know you. Just knowing them by your actions, you're actually a good person. They give you respect. Right. So, is respect something that you're entitled of, or is respect something that you have to gain? I think common courtesy is something that everybody should have, which is mm -hmm. simple respect. But I think you really have to earn that, like deep respect. You know, which. With respect comes a lot of other things like trust, like loyalty, trust and loyalty and all that. Like that's a little bit deeper, mm -hmm. but I think everybody's like available to do that. It's just kind of like, like you said, like actions, you got to see, like, does that person live up to their word? Now, with that being said, do you think self-respect has anything to do with self-esteem? I do. Do they go hand in hand mm -hmm. or are they the same thing or? I'm pre I think I think it's not the same thing, but I think it's something that is like super close to each other because you respect something that has value, right? Right. You respect something that has uh, like a high value. So to me, like if you if you uh, uh, if you have good good steam about yourself, if you feel good about yourself. Uh, Let's say you go to the gym, you take care of yourself, you diet, you go to therapy. Like you do the good things that you're supposed to do for yourself. You're not going to disrespect yourself by going out and getting fucked up every week. Or you're not going to start using drugs. Mm -hmm. 
or you're not going to start like slipping around and get an STD or do bad things. So I think like whenever you start doing more the more goodness for yourself or like the right things that you're supposed to do for yourself, your self-esteem is so high that you don't allow, you don't even allow like it's not even like something that you allowed in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we need to gain because like even myself like I've been going to therapy and stuff, I've been working on things, but like I told you people go out and then come back to my life and it's like I need to stop that shit. I need to stop allowing people that already left being able to come back. Like, as soon as they come back, it's like, no, you're not coming back. Right. Or what are your intentions? Like, be honest about your intentions. And if you can be honest, then like, get the fuck out. I don't need you. But that's uh, that's respect to me. That's respect to my, sane, my sanity. That's respect to... Because that's the thing. you like... That's one thing that I realized for what happened. is like, I was at peace with myself already. Right. I don't know if you saw that on me, but I was at peace with things. When it came to when it came to like that type of what I was going through, so I was at, uh, at a point I was at peace with myself, and I knew what I was doing and I knew where I was going. I kind of was at peace with like the whole situation, right? Like I was cool with it. And then this person decides to come back, and it just uh, it distorted my peace again. Yep. And it's like, why? Why do I allow these people to come in again? When I knew I already was at peace, when I knew I already was good with myself, right? They're not gonna prove themselves, and with their actions, they already proved me they don't respect you. Well, they are, and they don't respect me. Yeah. So it's like it sucks because you have to like deal with that shit. But it's like that's respect for yourself, and that's something that you have to do. Cut up these people. Yep. People, friends, family, whoever you need to cut up. You have to do it in order to keep your peace, in order to keep your sanity. And those small wins, they're going to give you more self-esteem, but you're going to respect yourself more, and you're going to put up with less shit that people put you through. So I think they go hand-to-hand. I don't think they're the same, but I think they're like near. I mean, they just go hand-to-hand. What's your put on it? Yeah, I agree, because like you said, like, Whenever you have higher self-esteem, you have higher value of yourself. Like you see yourself in a more positive way. And so it's easier to like make decisions based on what you think you're worth. Mm -hmm. You know, so. And treating yourself like you're worth is self-respect, you know. Again, it's having that pride and confidence in yourself that that you're going to make the right decision and that you deserve good things and not being like negative about situations, knowing that, you know, you deserve positive things in that since you're a good person, positive things are going to come. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, the reason that I asked that question was because I think a lot of people get them confused mm-hmm. because a lot of people who, say they have self-respect, maybe don't have good self-esteem. And people who have good self-esteem maybe lack self-respect. I don't think that can happen. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I think it can. I think it's more like pride. But, but what I'm saying is like, if you if you have high self-esteem, and like you know you're a good person, you work on yourself, but you let people walk all over you. Then you don't have high self-esteem because you're letting people walk all over you. 
I don't know, because then we're getting into like that territory of they're the same thing then. Because you can still have high self-esteem, but let people use you for how nice you are, how giving you are. Okay, so you good, thing, you good thing that you brought that up because, like, yeah, I see what you're saying. So, okay, continue because I think I, ha- I kind of have. You know, let's just say self-esteem is how you view yourself as a person, right? And you know that you're a giving person. You know that you're you're willing to help people. You know that, you know, you do anything for the people that, that are near you, right? And, you know, among other things. But, like, just say, like, you know that you are those things. You're, you're a giver, right? But what happens whenever you give too much? And you give to the wrong people, and you don't realize they're the wrong people until they're fucking you over, right? Because it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not going to spot every snake in the grass. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, it's like... You have to ask yourself, am I respecting my my own boundaries? Am I respecting myself? Because I think you can give out way too much and maybe not realize it until you are disrespecting yourself by tip, by not allowing to say no, not allowing time to to do things strictly for yourself. And so I think the, stuff like the good thing, like <clears throat> I think the right thing to say will be like self respect goes hand to hand with your self esteem. Yeah. Like they have to be equally. Because if your self-esteem is, because that's, this is the thing, like, once you recognize that you're a people pleaser, you need to stop that shit. Right. Because you're not respecting yourself, which means you don't have really good self-esteem. So, yeah, they go hand to hand. They're not the same. They go hand to hand. Because if you have self-esteem, you don't allow people to walk all over you. But if you have high, you don't have high self-esteem if you're people-pleasing because you have to please to feel good about yourself. So that's when it gets tricky. Right. You have to please people to feel good about yourself. And people think that that's high self-esteem. And that happened to me. I had to people-please a lot so I could feel something. I had to, so I could feel like fulfilled or I can feel like I'm a good person. But I had to people-please. I didn't do it just out of my goodness. It's kind of like manipulation. I mean, like, what if you do it out of your goodness? Me? I mean, like, what if, what if you do it out of your goodness? But the thing is, like... Instead okay. of being, like, a people pleaser, what if you do it just because you like helping people, but then you help people too much, and then they start to walk all over? But that's what I'm saying. So whenever when somebody that respects themselves, they have boundaries. So right. I love helping, and I would love to help you. These are my boundaries. Right. So I love helping people. I would love to help everyone. But don't cross these boundaries. These are my boundaries. Please respect my boundaries. Right. So if I want to respect myself, as soon as somebody crosses that boundary, it's a warning. It's not like I'm just going to cut them off. It's like, hey, listen. I told you these are my boundaries. Please respect them. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Right. That's cool. Once is cool. Everybody fucks up. If they do it again, it's like, hey, man, we talk about this. Okay, like, what's going on? Like, am I not clear enough? Do I have to clarify my boundaries? Or what's going on? What's the thing that you don't understand about my boundaries? You know what, man? Maybe this is not clear. Okay, let me explain again. Okay. They do it again. That's a third time. Third time is a charm. So once they do it three times... It's like, and, and, and it goes from situation to situation because, like, 
if you're with your partner and they cheat on you, that's a one thing. Yeah. That's a one thing deal. Yeah. So it goes from situation to situation. Yeah. Sometimes there's that, that one, that one strike and you're, you're fucking out. There are situations that there's one strikes. There are situations that you can be like, Hey, listen, you're doing these things. You continue to do these things. So we need, we either need to talk and you need to like stop. Yeah. Or we're just going to stop talking. So, so I think the healthy thing is to have, if you're a, if you're a person that loves to help, you still need to have your boundaries and people need to respect those boundaries. That means that you respect yourself enough to enforce your boundaries. Right. So again, I think they go hand to hand. They're not the same, but they go hand to hand. The only way you can respect yourself is you respect your boundaries and you can offer that respect to people and people can get and your respect. So high self-esteem comes from doing good out of self selflessness. Is it, is it does it work? Yeah. Selflessness. Selflessness. But not because you, you want to people please. So that's a big difference. Right. You do things out of because you want to help without gaining anything. Because if you're just helping to feel good about yourself, that's people pleasing. If you're helping because you like to help and see other people happy, even though they told you fuck you, then right. that's completely different. Okay. So I wrote down a list of a few things that deal with like gaining self-respect. And um, I guess I can just go over that. Do you, do you have anything for that too? Continue. I'll, okay. I'll go on. So the first one I put was kill the negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. Let's go by, by one by one and then kind of like give. Yeah. A little. Yeah. So whenever you are dealing with like your, your own self-respect and again, like, like I said, it's pride and confidence for the most part, you know, like those are like the two big ones and confidence comes with that negative self-talk, you know, whenever you doubt yourself, and you doubt that you're making the right decision, you know, that that becomes really toxic to your, your own self-respect because you're not trusting yourself. You know, if you have good self-esteem and you know that you make good decisions generally and you should trust your, your intuition more and not second-guess yourself... A lot of the times, whenever you second guess yourself, that ends up being wrong. And it usually turns out that that first gut instinct mm-hmm. is usually the right one. Mm-hmm. It's usually whenever you doubt yourself and try to overcorrect that things usually go wrong, mm-hmm. right? What do you think? So self-talk is like really, it's like basically your, let's call it the alter ego. Or, the, yeah. or like, that negative self-talk is a, as a talk, it's not even your, it's not even your voice. Like that's one thing, one thing that you have to understand about negative self-talk. It's not even your voice. It's the voice of other people that have told you you cannot do it. Right. So once you understand that, then you can prove that voice wrong by doing what you're supposed to do. Instead of doubting yourself, go for it. Even if you fail, it don't matter. You tried it. And without failure, you prove yourself that even when you doubt yourself, you still did it. Right. And if you do it again, now you're going to learn from your failure and be more prepared. 
So it's better to be, it's better to do it and fail than not do it at all. And believe that that's negative self-talk. So it's like, okay, I understand, you know, people from my past told me that I'm not worth it, but uh, maybe I'm worth it. So maybe I'm going to try it. What if you do it and everything goes right? Then you prove yourself that you're worth it. So, yeah. Hell yeah, man. So, kill the negative self-talk. Kill that shit. Number two, stop comparing yourself to others. Okay. Again, that's kind of along the same lines as as self-talk, but it's still a big one, and we've talked about it a lot, like four or five times, you know, maybe even more than that. Mm -hmm. And... I think it's still just as important to, I mean, if we could talk about it every episode, I think we could, you know, because it's something that's so prevalent now whenever it comes to social media being so dominant in people's lives. Like we spend more of our time like watching what other people do than doing things ourselves. And whenever you, you know, let's just say you like going on YouTube and you like watching people, uh, build their own like kites or build their own fucking you see somebody build a shed right and you're like oh that doesn't look too hard you know like you just put all this wood together you nail it down like it doesn't it doesn't seem that hard right and then you go to do it and you're like two boards in and you're like okay i really suck at this you're like oh maybe it's not for me and like you just give up because you're like, oh, that person's way better than me. They were born way better than me. But it's like you're comparing yourself to somebody's end result. Like the person that you watched build that shit on YouTube has been doing this for 20 years. You've been doing it for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like he struggled too, but that's why he's making this video to help you. Mm-hmm. So instead of comparing yourself to how good he is at it, Maybe look and be like, well, if I do this enough or if I do this the first time, it's going to be way easier if my friend asked me to help him the second time. Mm-hmm. And if I have another friend that needs help or a family member that needs help, then it's going to be way easier. And I can teach somebody else too, right? So like whenever you compare yourself to somebody else, you're usually comparing it to their end game or even just ahead of you in general. And it's it's not even related. Mm-hmm. So I think the only person that you have to compare compare yourself is the person that you were yesterday. Right. That's it. That's the only person that you have to compare yourself. Because again, like your journey is not my journey. And I don't know how long you've been in your journey to be who you are, just like you said. So in order for you to respect yourself, you have to compare yourself and at least try to be better than yourself. Right. Or who you were yesterday. So the only person that you need to put your focus on is yourself. And pro tip, ask questions. Yeah. Ask questions to the pros. Ask questions to the people that are already doing what you want to do. Right. Ask questions, like learn from them. So it's like, because the thing is like, I'm going to compare myself to somebody that already, like me flipping houses. Am I going to compare myself to someone that has already flipped a hundred houses and I'm not even in number one? Right. And I'm going to be I'm a failure because I haven't flipped one and he already flips flip 100. Yeah. Or am I going to be like, hey, man, uh, can you teach me? Or can I learn something from you? Or can I tag along on, on the process? Yeah. And then do it myself. 
And then at some point, I'm going to be the same person with the 100 horses on my on my belt. Right. So I was like, instead of comparing yourself to pros, ask questions to the pros. Get a mentor, get a tutor, get like somebody that's going to teach you. So, yeah, don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to yourself or who you were yesterday. Next. All right. Number three, make goals and stick to them. All right. And we've already kind of talked about this a little bit, but like whenever you make a goal and, you know, let's just say you break that down into 10 steps, right? And you're checking off each box as you complete it. And then by the time you're done with it, you're like, oh shit, I've already hit this goal. You know, I mean, let's just say like you're trying to save a thousand dollars. You've been, you know, you used to live in, live in your car. You're trying to save a thousand dollars because you're trying to you're trying to get an apartment or something, you know. Not that a thousand dollars would get you an apartment anymore, but you know, just for the sake of the story, let's just say you live in your car, you lost your job, you know, you, you don't have anything, right? So you get a job, box checked. Even if it's a day job, like you know, you can go work for a day, cash out, work for a day, cash out. Like they have that, mm-hmm. you know. So let's just say like you get a job of any sort, check that box off. Now you can afford to drive your car around and get a different job. Box checked. Now you're able to get a few groceries and actually feed yourself some like decent food, you know, box checked. Now you're like, okay, well now I'm like in a little bit more stable of a condition. If I see this going to be cold on Friday, I can get a hotel room. Box checked, right? You're building yourself up, but you just see it as getting by. You know, you're not you're not seeing that these are wins compared to you sleeping in your car a hundred percent, not having money for food, not having money for anything, right? But you're not seeing all this because you're not really paying attention. You're just trying to get by. So now you've got four or five boxes checked already, and you're just you're not even thinking about it. You know, you're just doing it because that's what you got to do to get by. Well, then next thing you know, oh. I've been I've been working for a month. I've got a thousand dollars in my bank account. Wow, you know, I can get, I can go somewhere. I can get an apartment now. I have you know a stable income now. It's only been a month, but I've got a stable income. You know, I can go get a motel room for a month and pay a few hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not in the cold anymore. Box is checked. You keep saving, you keep saving, you keep saving. Next thing you know, like nobody even knows you're homeless. Nobody knew that you were homeless. They just assume that you're doing well. Like no, nobody sees, nobody the sees struggle. you. Nobody sees the struggle. Nobody, nobody really even cares about the struggle. You know what I mean? Most people just care that you show up, show up to your job. You do a good job. You treat other people with respect. And like you respect yourself, you know, like most people don't even care, you know. That's the sad part about today's society, dude, is like we don't appreciate people for the struggle that they go through and that they have yeah, uh, faced and how they come up stronger. It's all about like the fame, the trendy thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you came out of drugs and now you're doing services. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're an alcoholic and now you're helping other alcoholics nowadays. Like, it doesn't matter unless it's on social media. Yep. 
That was a sad one. Get those digital high fives, you know? Mm-hmm. Congratulations on that. But it's like whenever you make those goals mm-hmm. and you're sticking to them and you're checking those boxes off, it should make you feel good. Yeah. You know, and that's going to raise your self-esteem, but it's also going to raise your self-respect because you know that like those people that maybe you used to hang out with, like they don't, they don't respect you. They're, they're not doing anything to help you come up. They're dragging you down. So that's going to enable you to say, no, nah, I, I don't, I don't think I want to hang out with those people anymore. And that's a, that's a thing that, uh, putting goals and stuff like that is really important. Are you done with? Yeah. Okay. Because I, that's something that I use experience myself. So one of my one of my goals for this year was to start saving money. Like I just want to save money. I want to have some money saved. And now that I'm able to do it, uh, now that my my uh, basically my finances are in order, and I'm able to pay, I'm I'm able to pay the things that I owed, and I'm able to save money, and I'm able to continue to save money. I started to feel the security that having money gives you. Because I need, I didn't understand what that felt or, or what that mean. I was living right. paycheck to paycheck for most of my life. It's like, oh, this paycheck is going to come and then I can pay this. Oh, this check is going to come and then I can pay these things. Right. Oh, this check is going to come and then I can buy these things. And this check and this check and this check and this check. And that was my life for the longest time. Yep. Now it's like, I don't have to. I'm waiting for my paychecks, but I'm like, because it's going to stack up. And I was like, I'm stacking. Now I'm stacking this. I'm stacking my money. Right. And one of the things that one of my other goals was not spending money on stupid shit. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah, me too. Well, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I've been, like, watching shit and, like, shoes are one thing that I'm crazy for, like, new shoes and shit. I have, like, 50 pairs of shoes. And I've been, dude, like, for the past, like, Two or three weeks, I've been watching, like, man, like, I want some more sneakers. And I'm like, you don't fucking need them. So, I was like, I watch, I go on the, I go on Instagram or internet, and I start with, like, and then I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. And I was able to. You're better than me, because if I'm taking the time out of my day to go watch and stuff like that, I'm buying them. Yeah. Because they've already consumed my time. Yeah. So, now I'm going to buy them. I don't. (laughs) What I do, something that I do is I put it on the cart, and then I get bored, and I just close it. Yeah. So kind of like, it's kind of like therapeutic because I put it on the cart and everything, but they didn't buy it. And then I can just go with my day. Uh, we also know that you can afford it. Exactly. No, that, that was a part. Right. Knowing that I can afford it without hurting my bank but and knowing hurting you, my finances. Knowing that you don't need it. But I don't need it. Right. I can afford it, but I don't need it. Yeah. I was able to loan my dad some money and I was able to like do things that I wasn't able to do mm-hmm. before. I was able to loan him money without hurting my finances, without needing to wait for another paycheck to pay these things. Yeah. And it's just like a security that I never felt before. And I was like, huh. Yeah, it's like a weird thing because like these. You know what I mean, right? In, in these times, it almost feels like it's impossible to be financially secure. Like in, And to be honest, like it doesn't take much. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I think, I think it was Dave Ramsey that said like your first step should be saving a thousand dollars and think about it man and like, having that set aside wealth is not about having a lot of money right wealth is about not needing a lot of stuff right and one thing that i was talking to my dad about like the whole because this is one thing that bothered like doesn't bothers me but it's like uh it's like a mind fog for me it's like 
I was born into a family that lived in the city. So me going to the toilet and taking a shit on clean water is normal to me. That's something that was given since I was a kid, since mm -hmm. I was born. So going to the toilet, taking a shit on clean water, and then push the thingy so the shit can go, that's normal to me. Or right. going to pee. I'm going to go... I'm going to go pee in the toilet where there's clean water and then drain it. Right? Right. Can you imagine that shit in other countries where they don't even know what toilets are? Knowing that you're actually taking a shit on clean water and they don't even have water. Right. So it's like, it's my, it's like, crazy. It's crazy. Right? Some people still shit in holes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't even know what drainage or toilets are, dude. Like, yeah. so. Some people still drink well water. Mm-hmm. Dirty ass well water. It's better than the one I drink, anyways. But I'd so with the goals and stuff, it's like you have to put a date on it. When do I want to accomplish this? Right. Make it real. Write it down. Because until I was able to do those things, I'm able to save money. Right. I'm able to, if I want to take a trip, now I can take a fucking trip. It's like okay, oh, yeah. I'm gonna go on a two, a two, three day vacation somewhere. Or on a road trip. I like right. driving, so I don't mind driving. So I've been wanting to go to Colorado. So that's my next right. Like my next step is like go to Colorado and take a trip by myself. And uh now I know I can afford it. Now I know I can make it. Right. I don't have to hurt my finances or not pay a bill because it's gonna hurt or I'm not gonna be able to do it. So making goals, putting a date, writing them down. That's what makes them real. Right. If you write down your goal and you put a date on it, it's real. Because if you don't make it by that time, right, then you cannot fail yourself. And you I'm going to get that 800 credit score this year. Do I'm it. I'm going to get that 800. I'm at 750 right now. I'm going to get that 800 this I'm year. I'm at 530, think. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, dude, I fuck up my, my credit real bad. There's your goal right there, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm working on it, dude. It, yeah. I'm Dude. saving my money. I'm paying my my debt. I'm like, yeah. I'm working on it because I know with with the new opportunity that I have, and that's the thing, man. It's like that's the biggest thing with self respect. And I don't know if we're gonna go to more points, but I just want to make this clear: the biggest thing with self respect is that it's all about you. And yeah. I don't mean that on a narcissist way, on a selfish way. You have to be selfish at some point, but it's like. That uh, life is going to put a lot of opportunities around you. And it's going to give you a lot of opportunities. So you want to be ready. You want to yep. make sure that you're uh, as ready as you can. I don't want to say 100% because you can't be 100% unless you are. Right. But with that being said, people is uh, life is going to show up with opportunities. You got to be able to take those opportunities. But at the same time, life is going to bring people back to your life or it's going to bring situations back to your life and you have to have the self-respect to say mm -mm, no more yep exactly no more um one quick thing on your like financial end there i totally get what you mean because it's like i'm now at the point where i've got enough money in our savings account i've got enough money in my savings account she's got enough money in her savings account like all three savings accounts are doing well right and it's like my entire life, you know, for 20, 26 years of my life, well, 
obviously not 26 years, but mm-hmm. you get what I mean. Yeah. My entire life, it was adult like life. Yeah, my entire adult life, you know, for the past 10 years now, it's been like, oh, I'm due for an oil change. Oh, I'm going to have to wait another month. I can't afford it right now. Oh, I'm going to have to wait another month. I can't afford it right now. I'm going to have to wait another month. I can't afford it right now. Like I've got all these bills. I've got all these people relying on me. I've got all these bills. I've got all these people relying on me. And it sounds like, well, fuck, now I'm not paying for anything, right? Now I'm not taking care of my own shit. And it's like, oh, I need gas. Oh, but this person needs to borrow 20 bucks. Oh, I need to pay this, but this person needs to borrow 20 bucks, you know? And and now it's to the point where I'm like, Obviously, I don't let people borrow money unless it's like you or James. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's nobody else I would even consider. And I appreciate that. And it's like, I know now that it's like, I have enough money in my account. Like today, I hit the miles on my on my oil change. And I'm like, oh, this weekend I'll go get it done. Because now I have the money for it. And the only reason I'm waiting for the weekend is because I have more time on the weekend. Right. But it's like... Oh, now I've got enough time. So like now it's like, okay, I can check my oil again and see if I'm low at all up it. And then next weekend I can go get it changed. And every single week I have a full tank of gas every single week. No, no compromise. That's it. I get a full tank every single week. So yeah, I don't run it on empty anymore. I get a full tank every single week. And that's a, that's a, that's I don't run my shit down to the red bar. It's kind of like a power tank. You know what thing that has been empowering to me? Is knowing because my car, my SUV, uh, since it has a 20 inch rims and shit, now yeah. that I put them on, it's just like, yeah, came with it. It, uh, it uses a uh, <laughs> good tires, like those tires are so for the full, expensive, too. Oh, yeah, for the full set, bro, is like 1500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, yeah, dude, that's so crazy. But those are like top of the right. I was because if tires. you were going the cheapest ones, it'd probably be like 900, yeah, somewhere around there. But like, yeah. if I want to, let's say, if I want them to like last as much as these ones has last, yeah, I'm gonna get the like the good ones. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, it's like I can't afford them, yeah, without hurting my finances. And that's fucking empowering, bro. Yeah, that gives me it's a nice boost of confidence. You can take care exactly. Of your shit. Or like, if something goes wrong, you can pay for it. Because back then it was like, oh shit, now I need to change this tire. Oh, okay. let's go get a used one. And then I have like mismatched tires mm-hmm. all over my fucking car. Right. And that shit, like, people don't understand that that kind of stuff, dude, really does something in your mind mm-hmm. psychologically. It really it really takes a toll on yourself. Yeah. Knowing that you cannot pay for these things, knowing that you cannot take care of these things, like the basics. Like, it really hurts yourself knowing that you cannot do these things. Right. And you don't know how empowered you feel whenever you start doing those things. Right. So if you're, if you're a man that are starting from zero... Keep going. Like, keep going. Because you're going to get there. Yeah. You'll, you'll have to hustle for a few months. I mean, you might have to. And Shanzi and me, I'm an mean, example dude, of it. I mean, I don't know anybody that's never sold plasma. Exactly. You know what well, I mean? I mean, I haven't. You've never sold plasma? But it's like, I mean, right now you can get fucking $1,500 in a month doing it twice a week. You know, well, I think now it's a little bit lower. But a few months ago, it was like $1,500, $1,200, which is fucking crazy, dude. You know what I mean? Like that pays for a lot. I mean, a lot of people don't. It's weird that a lot of people are so behind, but they don't really see the value in a thousand dollars. 
and I, I like the, I saw that, um, that, that infographic thing that was like, instead of thinking about how much something costs, think about how long it takes you to work for that mm-hmm. thing. You know, so it's like something might be $20, but you might only get paid $8 an hour. You know, that's three hours of your time. Is exactly. it worth it? Yeah. You know, is this object worth three hours of my time? Is this $800 TV that takes me four paychecks to pay for? Is that worth my money? Am I, do I use it that much? You know what I mean? And something else that I kind of found and out. If too. you're asking for my guitars, yes, they're fucking worth it. <laughs> I drool over them every single day. So you know how <laughs> so you know how it's now like for the past last week and then the last two weeks I've missed snow and shit. So the last time that it snowed, uh people didn't show up to work. Some people didn't show up. I show up the whole days. So I don't live too far from my job, so I show it up. I was off all week. Really? Oh yeah. Nice. Couldn't do anything. Okay. Well, let me let me tell you this. So I showed up, I was like there, you know, doing my job. And some people didn't show up. I didn't think of anything. I was just like, you know what? Like, it's not my problem. Like, of course, the roads are bad if you don't want to drive and you come from a long, like, a ways. Like, that's fine. You know, I'm doing my job, doing what I'm supposed to do. I wanted to call in. But when I was in bed, I was like, what am I going to do the whole time? Watch TikToks, watch videos, just being here, doing nothing and not making money. I'd rather go work. Right. So I went to work. And then payday came. I got paid for my hours. And people that didn't show up got paid for not showing up. And I kind of got paid stuff because I was like, hey, listen, I was responsible. I was here. So I should get paid double for that day. If these people are getting paid for not showing up, then I should get paid for being here. Right. It doesn't matter if I live five minutes away. That shouldn't be like something used against me. Mm-hmm. So I told it to my manager. I'm hoping I get paid for that day because otherwise I'm just going to be like, okay, that's fine. I know how it is. Fine. So it's snowed this week. Especially whenever your raise wasn't as much as it was supposed to be. Exactly. So it's snowed snow again. Everybody showed up. I was about to take a snow day. I was like, I'm just going to take this day and get paid. But I was, I think, was when I was thinking about it, I was like, what am I going to do at home? Nothing. So might as well just go to work. Yeah, see, it's different for me because I got family at home. Yeah, we just took family. Days. Right. Like I get it. Like I'm. Like I'm not. I'm not. What I'm trying to say is like. Well, I mean, if I, if you're single, yeah, it's time to grind. Yeah. It's time to like make, like up your money. I didn't understand this until now. My money's right, and I don't have to worry about shit. Now I understand. Right. So 130, 150 dollars I'm making, they count. They're gonna be in my fucking bank account. So I showed up to work and everything, and it's like I took a step back and I was like, "Man, like now I feel like why should I take days off? Unless it is a good reason, like I'm sick or something bad happened to me, cool. But if I'm healthy and I'm able to go to work, why should right. I take a day off? I need to stack this money. I need to get my money right." You know, for me. Right. And for the things that I want. So, my advice to all the single guys out there is, like, if you don't have family, 
If you don't have kids, if you don't have a wife, if you don't have a girlfriend, get off the fucking video game, and start grinding. Stack your money. <laughs> I'm serious. Stack your money. Yeah, dude. Stack your money because you're gonna once you once you hit a thousand in your savings account, it's gonna feel good. It is gonna feel good. Once you hit two thousand, three thousand, four thousand. Ten thousand, dude. I always heard that you're supposed to keep six months of pay mm-hmm. in your savings account, and I'm I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to have much money in savings account? Now think about it this. It seems impossible. Now think about this. You have ten stacks in your savings. Now every anything after that, now you can invest that money exactly because you already well, have ten G's. I would. Uh, and I'm not an pay, expert. Pay not, off debt. Yeah, I'm not an expert on like half of everything you get after that ten thousand. I would invest half of it, pay mm-hmm. off debt with half of it. Yeah, so it's like pay your debt. Or honestly, I would get a a personal loan, snowball all of your debt, pay all of those off, mm-hmm. and have one loan that you pay a monthly payment. On. Yeah. So depending on your situation, because like again, I'm not a money guru and like anything. It's just things that I have learned from. So I will stack that money, and money after ten thousand, even after five. Start investing, pay your yep. debt, and make your money work for you. But have those five thousand there, so if shit goes down, you can still pay for shit. Yep. So it's like, believe me, even if you're living in your car right now and shit is wrong and blah blah blah, if you can get paid every day, stack that money. Mm-hmm. Just keep stacking. Things are gonna get better. Right. So, yeah, that's. All right, so number four. <laughs> out of 100. <laughs> yeah, number four out of 100. Respect your surroundings, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if you trash your house, you don't do your laundry, you let your dirty laundry sit for two weeks. You don't, you don't fold your laundry. You don't do all of these little things around the house, like your dishes. You don't clean up. You don't vacuum. You don't clean up after your house, your car. You know, your surroundings. You don't mow your yard when you're supposed to. You don't water your yard whenever it's dead. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. whenever you don't do these things to take care of the things that you have, you're disrespecting yourself mm-hmm. because you're not respecting what you own and your own surroundings. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah. So, your room is a reflection of yourself, your house is a reflection of yourself. Your clothes is a reflection of yourself. Your hygiene is a reflection of yourself. Your car is a reflection of yourself. So make sure to take care of those things. Because if you're taking care of those things, that means you're taking care of yourself. It's crazy because like yesterday, uh, I woke up like, what, like nine? Eight or nine, I don't remember. And then my dad woke up like around the same time. And then I started cleaning the kitchen. Then my dad started cleaning the living room and stuff. And within like an hour, we had like the whole house clean. My room was clean. Mm-hmm. I had my laundry done. Like everything was done. And it's crazy that when you start living in a clean house, like the energy around it is better. It's right. just everything is better. So, and then that little that little voice in your head that I spoke about a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Where like, you know, you just did all of your dishes and you're like, man, it took us an hour to clean up this whole mm-hmm. thing. It took two people. And now whenever you go to put a dish in the sink, you're like, I might as well just wash it. Exactly. Really quick. Exactly. Because it's already clean. Like I might as well get ahead of it. Yep. You know, might as well just clean it and put it up on the dish, mm-hmm. the dish rack. Because mm-hmm. when my whole family used to live in this house, it was a mess. 
But there was a lot of other dysfunctionality. Mm-hmm. That's the reason the house was a mess. But it's like now, since it's just me and my dad, it's like, you know, he takes care of his shit, I take care of my shit, and we take care of the house, and like we take care of each other, and it's just like, right. you know? So clean your room, clean your house, clean your car, clean yourself, take care of yourself. That's what respecting the surroundings are. Because if you right. respect your surroundings, then you have respect for yourself. Number five, take time for self-care and hobbies. Mm-hmm. And um, whenever it comes to self-care, which we have a, an entire episode on, right? Mm-hmm. Don't we have a whole yep. episode yeah, on self-care? You know, where it's like, it's not necessarily going out and buying yourself things, but it's like having the things that you need, maybe treating to your, treating yourself to like, go see a movie if you like movies, like treating yourself to a little bit of downtime mm-hmm. as a reward of the hard work, of the hard work that you put in, you know? So like Sundays, maybe you take time off of your normal everyday stuff and like you like to go see a movie every Sunday mm-hmm. or you like to go to breakfast with your friends every Sunday yep. or, you know, like you, you like to do these things that are like therapeutic for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then on the hobby side of things, um, we, we talked about why hobbies are so important on several mm-hmm. of our podcasts. I mean, like, again, they're therapeutic, you know, like they, not, they don't help necessarily distract you, but they kind of help you think clearly Mm -hmm. because you're not thinking about, you know, whatever problems you have going on at that moment, Mm -hmm. you're thinking about how to accomplish a task. And then you've also kind of got things in the back of your mind going. And then, you know, so like it it becomes therapeutic because you're not just like pounding these fucking thoughts in your Mm -hmm. head and overcomplicating things and overthinking things. Like you actually have something that you like Mm -hmm. doing in front of you. And whenever you do that, like, you know, your serotonin is going to rise, like you're, you're going to feel happier and then it's going to be easier to make better decisions whenever mm-hmm. you're happier. And on the hobby thing, again, going back to the comparing thing, like if you want to learn how to do something, like learn how to do something. Don't just give up the first time because you suck at it. Like, fuck. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, I played guitar for like my entire fucking life. And then I stopped playing for like three or four years. I didn't even own a guitar. I sold everything. Had nothing. I, I sold everything for gas money and rent money. No. Every bit of it while I was married. In 2019, I didn't have a guitar. Not even one. I walked into a pawn shop and bought a $55 acoustic guitar. And I still have it. It's still one of my favorite ones. Good. It's like... And now I have fucking 13, 14, something like that. I don't even know how many I have. I have so many I can't keep count. You know what I mean? Good, good. And it's like, now I know how to play again, but whenever I picked it back up, like three or four years, like I didn't even know how to play the things that I played every single day for mm-hmm. my entire life, well, teen, yeah. teen years. Like, I was like, oh shit, I completely forgot everything. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then I had to completely reteach myself everything. No. It's pretty crazy. And so it's like, Again, with the social media thing, like if like I like guitarists, like I don't go follow people who play guitar and act like, oh, I'll never be like that. It's just like, oh, if I, you know, 
listen to this guy talk about how he practices and what scales he uses and stuff like that. And like apply that to what I do. It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I can be, you know, maybe not as good as him. Cause you know, I, I have other limiting factors that I won't go into cause this isn't a podcast about guitars, but, but, but think about, but it's like, like, I know that if I practice, I'm going to get better. But not only that, like you, you, you need to create your own style. Right. Exactly. That's like the best part about like self-respect yes. and empowering yourself. Like it don't matter. Like whatever it is, your, your limitation. Right. Like, dude, exactly. I, I, I listen to, I listen to your shit, dude. And right. you do a good shit. Like, bro, I'm like impressed with the shit that you put on. Right. So it's like, it doesn't matter if it's limiting. Yeah. Like, bro, like, you have your you own. Got, you got to find your own way around. Exactly. Like, yeah. fuck it. Like, uh, uh, what about, like, those motherfuckers that are like, oh, my God, like, Sean, you're fucking good. Right. Now exactly. what? So, well, what am I going to tell them that I'm not? Exactly. Whenever they just saw me and I know that I am. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, like, you, you got to find your own way around. You know I mean? It's just like, it's just like those fucking wheelchair people that go and do fucking bodybuilding, bodybuilding shows, building. basketball, they the Olympics, all kinds of shit. Like, you don't think it's fucking hard for them? And dude, you know, I just posted they're comparing a, to their self. They're comparing themselves to people with two fucking legs at work. Dude, I, I, I just posted a video of a guy with uh, cere- cerebral palsy, cerebral palsy. Yeah. Deadlifting 200 pounds. Yeah. At a 98 pounds. Yeah. So it's like, he's better than me. Yeah, dude. Uh, he actually works with, um, Fuck the guy from California, uh, Brian Alsru. He works with him as a coach. Brian Alsru is badass. There you go, man. So it's like, uh, I think his name is Nick. I can't remember his name. Anyway, so hobbies are really important because that's the foundation of who you are, right? As a person. So never, never, ever lose your hobbies. Yeah. Like your hobbies are who you are. Like me, I like cars. You know, I have my Corvette. I'm going to go drive around my Corvette tonight. I just do it for fun. Mm. You know, I play my music, take the top off. I like driving. I just like to go driving. Yeah. People think it's like, well, you're wasting your gas. And this and that. I was like, listen, this is therapeutic for me. This makes me feel good. It's not a waste if I'm happy, baby. Exactly. You know, I like to work on my Corvette. And that's what I mean by like, don't compare yourself whenever it comes to your hobby. Because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be something that you enjoy. Exactly. You know, it's not necessarily supposed to be competitive. People, you know, people will enter competitions for things and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but it's supposed to be fun and friendly competition. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever it becomes something more than fun is whenever it stops being Mm -hmm. fun. So, yeah, that's the reason. uh, So uh, hobbies are so important because that's who you are, man. And if you're respecting yourself, you're going to do things that are good for you and that make you happy. And the last one I got is work on your self-esteem. Because mm-hmm. like we said, like they go hand in hand together. When you have higher self-esteem, you kind of see things a little bit more clearly for yourself. And you start to realize the people who respect your time and respect your boundaries. And then you start to form your own self-respect around that. Mm-hmm. So. so one big thing about this, and I'm going to say it again. Your boundaries matter. And if you have boundaries, you're supposed to have boundaries. It's like me and Sean. We're good friends. But I still have boundaries. And he knows he's not supposed to cross his boundaries. The same as he has boundaries for me. And I'm not supposed to cross his boundaries. And that's what self-respect is. I respect him. He respects me. And, like, we don't cross our boundaries. You know? 
And even when we have crosser boundaries, we're like, hey, dude, like, sorry, I did the shit, or I wasn't supposed to say this, or I wasn't supposed to do this. But we are, like, truthful to each other. And that's what builds respect, not only for myself, right. but for him and the other way around. But if you're truthful and real with people, then, like, your boundaries tend to get a little looser. Mm-hmm. Because you know when people are joking, especially with us, like, you know whenever we're joking, you know but whenever the t- we're not yeah, joking. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know. And that's, that's, like, the great part about, like, being truthful to people. Right. Like, we talked about this before, being assertive and being yeah. direct. What are your intentions? Talk about your intentions. Talk about, like, and this goes through friendships, relationships, business partnerships. Like, you have to come to the table and be like, listen, these are my intentions. This is who I am. And with time, you can discover who I am. Like, the more time we spend together, the more you're going to discover who I am. Right. So, uh, shit, I lost my train. I was going for what I was saying. <laughs> oh, self-esteem. Uh, having boundaries, having high self-esteem is not selfish. It's not narcissistic. Right. It becomes selfish and narcissistic when your ego comes in. Exactly. And when your pride comes in, that's when it, it's bad. But self-esteem is knowing you're good, you're worth it, and you're not looking for validation from anybody but yep. for yourself. And with that comes self-respect. So if you can respect my boundaries, I need you to stop and go, or I need you to start respecting my boundaries. Yep. And that's as simple as it is. Right. And so the last thing that I really had on the list was uh, a lot of people that maybe have had to rebuild their lives or something like that could probably relate to this, but self-respect can mess with relationships mm-hmm. and it can, it can almost make you seem like you're selfish. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, like it, it, people, when they don't respect your boundaries or they see that now you know, you didn't used to have boundaries and now you do have boundaries. They can be like, oh, you changed or mm-hmm. you're not the same person or, you know, the people who used to take advantage of you that now you're not letting them take advantage of you. They they start to see things in a more victimizing way. And then they try to make you out to be the bad guy. And I haven't, uh, well, I just told you my experience that I'm going through. And since I'm a... Uh, uh, I'm a people pleaser, or I'm a well, codependent. I tend to feel that I'm actually being too hard on people. Right. And as I know, dude, you're being who you're supposed to be. Right. And these people don't care about your time. These people don't care about you. Like, they already show you. So why you should have compassion for them? It's not like I'm going right. to destroy them, or it's not like I'm looking for revenge. But why even give them the time? Why even give them right. that? Like that. So if you're a codependent or a people pleaser... Uh, or a nice guy syndrome, or you suffer from nice guy syndrome, mm-hmm. you're going to feel like this. Right. You're going to feel like you're being too hard on people. But no, 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 no. Right. That's just the people pleasing. It's like you have to put your boundaries and you have to be like, and if you're going to lose those people, man, it means that you needed to lose them. Right. Because like I said, I mean, I was in peace. For a full month, I was in peace until this person show up again. Mm-hmm. And now my peace is like, Fuck, now I'm overthinking shit. 
Now I'm thinking if I'm really worth it, if I'm not worth it. Now all the things, all the steps I already took, now I feel like it's for nothing. I'm going to never be enough. I'm never going to do this. I'm never, and this, everything is coming back. Right. So it's like, if that stuff is bringing you bad thoughts, then adios. You know? Yes. It hurts. It feels like shit. It's bad adios. Sign. Exactly. I mean, it's something, if someone comes back and no good, good stuff comes with it, that's probably a good sign mm-hmm. that, you know, probably shouldn't be around that person. And um, sometimes it's family, sometimes it's not family. Sometimes it's your fucking best friend, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you don't really see that people are bringing you down until you isolate yourself for a minute and realize, oh, shit, that person's bringing me down, mm-hmm. you know? Because not going to lie, dude, like, and, and the reason I say this is because I want people to understand that everyone goes through this shit. And yeah. These are things that are real, and they don't make you a pussy. I'm going to be vulnerable here, just so you guys understand. Like, because they, like, you guys understand when you listen to this. But you have to do these things. Because, like, last night, dude, after, like, going through this, like, past four days with, like, uh, yeah, I'm going to do this, but they don't do it. Yeah, I'll call you, but they don't call. Yeah, this and that. And then you're like, well, what the fuck? Okay. And again... With my codependency, now me not feeling worth it before, it's coming back again. Right. And last night, bro, I was just like feeling so fucking depressed. And I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to call Roberto. Like, I wanted to call people. But I was like, for what fucking reason? There is nothing new that they're going to tell me. Like, there is nothing new I'm going to like, hear from them. It's going to be the same thing. So it's like... I'm going to think about what's going on and calm myself and just figure it out. Right. And again, I know it's bad that I don't call the people that I'm supposed to call. But at the same time, it's just like, unless I feel that I cannot move past this, then of course I'm going to talk to somebody. It's like I talk to you. Right. So you give me your point. Now I'm feeling more, more, uh, I'm feeling more uh, secure about the decision that I'm about to take. Right. And just cut these people off. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, now that I have a, a second, a second, uh, what's it called? A second opinion. Opinion. Yeah. Now I know that whatever, whatever I wanted to do was a good way to go. So, yeah, I mean, everybody wants to go through this. So it's like, but you have to do it. Right. You have to cut the toxic people out of your life. It doesn't mean that you hate them. It doesn't mean that you wish bad things for them to happen. It just means you're not going to cross my boundaries no more. Right. And if you really want to be here, you really have to show me that you want to be here. Right. And I think I've said it before. It might have been on like a boundaries podcast or something like that. I, I don't know. But, you know, it's like one of my closest friends, like he has a lot of like mental problems from having a tough life and people like that, that don't want to get help tend to bring others down with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can only let things go on for so long before you're like, nah, man, like can't have that going on. Mm -hmm. I've, I've got, you know, some, and 
sometimes you feel like it could be like a selfish thing to like leave somebody who needs help, but it's like after three or four times of me taking time away from my family to help you out and you not, you know, you turning your back and not wanting to get help after I've deliberately gone out of my way to help you out and you asked for it, you know, it's like, I'm not doing that anymore. And if you take offense to that and we're not, we're not close anymore than like, that's how it's got to be then. Cause I'm not wasting any more energy on, it, you know, and it sucks. Cause I mean, that person was like a little brother to me, but it's like, mm-hmm. I can't allow, I can't allow that to be an example, you know, cause then that's just taking advantage. It's the boy who cried wolf. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta be the wolf that eats him. Yep. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, man. I mean, it's all about you respecting yourself, knowing who you are, knowing your work, and working on the things that you want to do. Because, like, that's the main thing. If you don't have nothing, like, if you don't have a goal to go to or the type of life that you want to live, like, what are you doing? Right. So make sure that you have goals. Make sure that you have ambitions. And actually, we talk about ambitions and goals on the last podcast, so don't miss it. Go listen to it again. Yeah. But other than that, anything you want to add, Sean? I think it's pretty good. Everything that we talk about today is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, respect yourself. God damn it. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Throw that shit on top of me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Put some respect on my name. Is it a return of the Mac? Uh I love that song. We know, Eddie. I want to play that song on the on the Giga chat face. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. We hope you have a fucking great Wednesday. Uh, if you have questions, commentaries, whatever you want to tell us, please do. You can follow Shonzi at at that motherfucker Shonzi at that mf Shonzi, and you can follow me at underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore again underscore not Eddie Garcia <laughs> underscore. And you can follow the Info Greatness podcast at at Info Greatness. Just That's like simple, that, baby. All right, guys. Hope you have a great rest of the week, and keep waiting for the next one. Yo yo. Pam. 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 Bam, bam. Uh? <laughs> that was deep.